Cool. Uh, so today we are uh, going to discuss about data privacy. What exactly data privacy means? Uh, why is it important? Uh, we have been hearing a lot of things uh, related to data privacy and its concerns. Uh, what are the various means which are being used to track a user data while a user is surfing the internet? And how privacy can be maintained at an individual level? So uh, this is we are going to discuss briefly. Uh, yeah, uh, again, as we said, let's uh, first know what exactly is data privacy. Sagar, what according to you is data privacy? So in today's world, um, I think someone's always watching you. Uh, whatever we are doing, wherever we are, what we are looking at, how we react to that, all of that is being watched by some kind of a service, some kind of a, a behavior tracking mechanism, which can be traced back to many companies. Um, example, phone tracking, which all of your devices do. Even if you turn off the GPS, it's tracking via Wi-Fi location. It's tracking via cellular receivers. Your phone is basically shouting, I'm here, I'm here to the nearest cell receivers at a regular frequency. And whatever is the uh, nearest receiver, which is locked onto, it knows exactly where that phone is. So as long as it's with you, everybody from the phone company can know wherever you are with that uh, kind of access. That was never possible back in the ages. Then cookie tracking, tracking everything that you click on every website that you visit. <laughs> and also there are like websites which track your uh, payment behavior. What do you like? And sell that data, for example, to Amazon. <laughs> and you can guess what they can do with that. So, what do you think about it? So, okay, so data privacy, according to me, is like uh, have different data, different amount of data that is being shared. Like you always used to have your name, your address, your phone number, uh, your social security, and other kind of information. That was all with data. Now, in this scenario, in this age, you also have your location, what you are doing, how you are behaving on an online website. Right? All these things are being tracked. So these data are being provided to many different companies in several different ways that we are going to talk about throughout this session. Um, data privacy is about how these companies are handling this data and how they can misuse this data. And even apart from these companies, there are third parties who might get a hand on your data. So we are going to talk about that throughout the session. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, if I have to tell my perception as well about data privacy. So first, uh, there are multiple types of data as well, you know, uh, as Sopne was saying, what uh, apart from identification data, there are different kind of things like geographical location, what you are doing, uh, and all those things. And there are sensitive data as well, <clears throat> which business uh, users are also using. There are medical privacy because with our introduction of uh, technology into field of medi uh, medicine, a lot of data or a lot of medical issues are also being searched. 
apart from that there are a lot of political opinions also being searched or mentioned uh, casually over the internet so there are multiple kinds of data and it is very important to put, uh, protect that so that's what whole thing is that is exactly data privacy like how private is my data uh that's what we should be concerned about so sagar can you explain more upon why data privacy is important yeah sure i mean like there are plenty of examples of previous data leaks for example target leaking all the credit card information of all of their patrons visiting their stores in united states all across adobe leaking their uh, clientele information for adobe premium subscription yahoo servers getting hacked with private email information for several patrons from several websites ebay information getting hacked with social security information and your address where you're living seriously think about that people know where you are living right now and this data can be sold god knows where yeah definitely that's the scary part sold. of it definitely they are being sold so that is why these are the as sagar mentioned data leaks it's a very scary picture uh, and these things are out of a users bound they can't restrict these things so these things are going to happen so yeah but at the same time what a user can do is like give as much attention to when you're using what kind of services you're using how we have in our phones now even in your android or ios it does not matter uh, privacy settings which go very very deep even at a application level so now we know why it is important so um like i would like to talk about like what kind of data are we going to discuss throughout this session and like uh, let's classify those data into different buckets so kushal what do you think about how do you want to classify the data oh cool so uh i think we discussed previously also briefly there are like you know online data which include includes all your personal information and everything then everything today all the financial transactions are online and going forward they are going to be more online if it is not 100% then all kinds of financial privacy is very very important as discussed previously as well we uh, medicine is also uh, going good traction from technology so example if i have some disease and i don't want to you know make it public or something like that then i don't want that data to be in case your balls are blue right so in i mean like not to laugh about it but um also like in certain cases we have heard that um like teenage uh, people searching on the internet about sex and pregnancy and just being curious in general which is fine at that age which is like natural all of us have been there and like them getting coupons of uh, feminine pregnancy products and like uh, male products that's that's disgusting that is taking exactly. it to a whole different level 
which is like almost we have even heard of like strangers peeping in through webcams and like people almost getting to the point of paranoia where in most offices at some point where we saw like laptops with uh, uh, webcams they would like sell in my previous company i remember that they would sell like um, uh, additional add on which you can purchase for like 2 dollars which is a slider thing which you can put on top of it so it would be a physical barrier so kushal if you want to talk about how you protect your own privacy and what steps do we take as end user and as customers which definitely should be a norm and should be taught in the class to be honest but are not because it does not meet a corporate agenda right exactly now coming to the previous point uh, we as sagar gave a very good example about why medical privacy should be important uh, similarly you know uh, political agenda or political opinions those also you know that is also very uh, important in today's world especially in the last 5 to 10 years if i have to say uh, with a lot of things happening online uh, it is very so uh, one has to be very careful about what they put online how much opinion do they show over the internet about their you know political biasing or political uh, towards which side they lean to these are the type of data i think uh, uh, let me add something with the political uh, definitely um so we all remember what happened in uh, 2016 election right yeah like in short like there are companies there are companies like which can use you uh, which are tracking your inclination political inclination towards some party and like showing you advertisement for it or there are also like companies which can use a repetitive can show you repetitive uh, videos and they work your political inclination exactly yeah political data is important so yeah these are very you know broad classification of type of data what an average user has over internet now uh, let's discuss you know how companies or government or anyone is getting those data from a user so sapne can you put some light on that so i think the, the most common way um that anybody is tracking the online activities in today's market is the cookie um the cookie tracking right so whatever they do from on any site what they do is they record the cookies in the form of your activities like if you're clicking on a certain activity if you're browsing something reading something if you're reading a part of it if you're reading reviews of certain product those all things are being recorded especially if you add something to your car you're showing much interest on that these kind of things are recorded and then these kind of things gets converted into some kind of advertisements or some other things sagar can you explain what exactly cookies are this is according to uh, trusted sources cookies are basically starting to uh, emerge or record your information as soon as you click on a website and you open up a tab okay so what happens here is a cookie can store identifying information about your machine about where you're logged in from and 
as this is your browser actually sending this information, recording this information on a client side, which is what is happening on your own laptop, machine, mobile phone, whatever uh, personal device that you're using to visit the website, they have access to all the other tabs that you can hope have open on your web browser or all the other apps that are simultaneously trying to inf uh, get the same information and they can talk to each other. So imagine a scenario like this. You have just uh, stumbled upon into a new Ed Sheeran song and you're just jazzing onto it. And there is that annoying ad that always plays. You skip that ad. But this video for some reason is longer than 10 minutes. So YouTube is going to show you another ad. Meanwhile, you were searching on Amazon for some product. Let's say, for example, Nike shoes. And in between the ad that plays is a latest ad for the latest Nike issue that comes out there. How creepy is that? So all of this is enabled by nothing but cookies. These are very powerful informations. So just imagine it like this. Like back in the day when we go into a forest or something like that, the market, the hunters or whoever is leading the trail party would make a marker that I went from here, from this tree, we take a left turn, we went around this hill, we saw a river here and we can cross here. A map of the entire thing that you did in that trail, that is your cookie trail. That's a fantastic uh, definition of cookies. Um, so yeah, so we were discussing about like how are different ways to which companies or firms track information, right? Um, so the cookie is the biggest one. Um, so any site, website you open, they can track the cookies. And as we discussed, like cookies can be anything about your digital information. Um, apart from that, like uh, when you use your smartphone, when you use your devices, right? Um, there are uh, GPS and other information. Uh, that can be tracked. Um, so these information, um, users mostly, knowingly or unknowingly, they have given permission to very many different apps to track the location of a device. And these locations can be tracked like when you are not using the app or these locations can be tracked when you are using the app, depending on what permission you have given. Um, so that's another way to which your location tracking is being done. Um, then there are certain data that we as users actually provide to companies in exchange of some kind of service or some kind of convenience. Like uh, recording your uh, credit card information on different companies and uh, saving that so that you have seamless transactions that can be done from there. So that's another thing. Uh, another way you have uh, uh, financial information. Now this can get scary sometimes because we never know how this information can be used in future and how a company can use this information in future. Nice. Uh, I would like to add few more ways. You know how data can be collected. Obviously. Uh, most common ways have been told by Swapnay cookies and GPS location data. Apart from that, we as user also click a lot of, basically click is the main 
to go uh, way to go to interact with websites you know so how we a user is clicking we are also giving that data so companies might track that as well apart from that we are also searching on search engines uh, we are also you know continuously checking on uh, social media platforms about where we are we are posting photos uh, about food or the places we are visiting so that is also data which we are willingly giving it to companies uh, but that is again uh, one of the way how a company can track a user and you know create a whole profile basis that uh, those data points so yeah, i think uh, we have covered a very good aspect of how data actually i want to add uh, sure. to add one more thing on that um, okay. so as we discuss about gps we also have uh, voice information being stored in several ways uh, especially now that we have smartphone devices smart speakers in every room of our home there are many many voice information that is being driven to these companies yeah very interesting point actually we are now and these can be used to uh, create a voice profile for you yeah yeah and so not to uh, dwell so much on this but i would say as much as to go to the point where we i know have been in rooms where we have turned off our devices so that like we can just talk about anything and feel okay because it's just the three of us discussing stuff we have known each other for a long time and you know sometimes discussions get intense and this knowing that google might be listening to me is beyond the point of creepy which i'm willing to like you know at that point uh, my privacy is more important to me than the convenience that these services offer and i i guess that's that's the point of contention if not use these services as openly and as freely as we can um leaving a trail that leads all the way up to us how can we be more um willing to compromise um and also use certain services which protect us so that can be a very good balance which we get into our lives so i'm not sure about the demographic that it's will be listening to us or watching us right now but i can be sure about a time when i remember going to the internet was not as easy as going to uh, get my brother's phone or my sister's phone or my parents phone i remember a time before the internet i remember the time when you used to be a dial up model and you used to have to wait while mom or sister or uh, your brother whoever is on the phone gets off so that you have a clear line to dial a phone connection which would actually ring and it would take about 10 minutes to reach the internet so with the services download a new image for it exactly exactly <laughs> i mean like things used to buffer and like you had to plan things out we are not thankfully not in those ages anymore but again with convenience came costs and pretty expensive costs when you really think about these things about your privacy it's become so much easier with our digital footprint and all of the things that we have talked about so far 
I would shortlist the amount of data that we are creating to, to two broad categories. One, which is an inherent information about ourselves, which we call personal information. It might be medical information, credit card information, your location information, whatever. And another is the information which we willingly create on these services. Is it searching a keyword on Google? By the way, a fun tidbit, every time you're searching something in Google, you're helping the search engine learn how you think and in turn, you're making it a better search engine for yourself. So just think about it next time you put in a search in Google. And the price that you're paying for this is unfortunately the life that you're living online, which we'll also touch in a future topic, advertisements and how all of this data that you're creating is actually tailor-meeting advertisements and websites to you. Everything that is on the web right now, you might think it's from a neutral standpoint, but it's not. It's tailor-made to you. It's made to your liking. I'm not saying it's fake. It's a version of it. Not everything is about, um, you know, the yes or no. There's a lot of uncertainty in everything. It's not all ones and zeros, unfortunately. That would be too easy. Uh, interesting points, Sagas. I think uh, we can quickly move to... We have discussed a lot of issues. Or what, what exactly... Why privacy is important and why normal user should be concerned about it. So what kind of precautions do you take as an individual user? What kind of things you have been doing? Maybe you can, uh, maybe we can, you know, discuss some of those things. And if our viewers or listeners want, then they can also adapt those uh, methods. Yeah. So like primarily I would say, um, Using a VPN service is a very good idea. Uh, so you don't know which is the right exact source. So using a VPN is basically like using a tunnel, which is in between you and your ISP. And every time <clears throat> you send a request, instead you are uh, directly going to the ISP and telling that, hey, this is this person sending this request it will reroute it to multiple servers, how you have it configured, and it would give the request as coming from somewhere else and give that information back to you. So it's essentially hiding you, putting a layer in between you and the world. That's always a good idea. Hey, locked door is a locked door. It can be broken down by a train or a big military truck coming your way, but don't do anything that invites that into your house, then you're safe, right? So, yeah. And also about like private browsing and uh, incognito mode. It's a very good idea to always use all of that, not be logged into all of your services, never using public Wi-Fi if you're not especially using an encrypted device or if you're using a public Wi-Fi, keep it to minimal casual links. Never use your banking website information, your portfolio information, your medical information, any of that on public websites, any credit card information. That's just 
like you know inviting stuff to happen to you it's like running out with a rolex in a poor neighborhood i mean wouldn't do that uh there are many other and uh, not yet <laughs> <laughs> okay then don't take it out <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and i mean there are many other ways which can be much more tricky much more cumbersome uh, definitely setting up privacy policies for individual uh, clients uh, like swapnil talked about for different applications you might want to explore on that and also wiping out your cache your stored cookies every time you exit out a browser interesting points uh, so swapnil how what kind of precautions do you take for your data privacy um so first of all before i get into the what the cautions i take uh, let me take you tell you about my strategy what i try to think about when it comes to privacy okay so definitely i would not recommend for the listeners to be over paranoid because we have talked about some scary things that can happen with your data but don't mm-hmm. be so paranoid that you have to cut off all the wires from your computer and like maybe shoot your tv or mobiles and then like leave out the you know early men's like you don't have to don't do go back to the cave yeah don't, don't go, go back, back to the, the cave yeah yeah like you don't have to do so much um now next what i do is like 10 years ago or 15 years ago from that time we all know that we have, we should be using incognito mode or private browsing um that we are doing something that we want to hide from the internet um that said like uh, we should know by now that if you are doing something on a private browsing that does not make you completely hidden there are certain ways and your internet service providers definitely know about what you are browsing for and if they are to get into the business of selling data or profiling you they can definitely profile you um so the best way that i found and um, this is what i usually do is to have a vpn and then start a private browsing um now the private browsing that i usually start that is on a different browser like i use uh, google chrome to log into all the website and then i use my uh, mozilla firefox to you know do all kind of uh, you know searches and like uh, watch porn and uh, Um <laughs> yeah I want to casually put in that joke. <laughs> um apart from it's that It's not a joke we all we all adults here. Uh, we are all adults here, right? Watch porn yeah. on Mozilla Firefox over VPN. That's my recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Now coming to even uh, like the mobile browsing, right? So what I do is there's a very small trick that I am I'm using and that is to guide myself rather than to guide anything else. any time i use a browser there is a selection that uh, i have to use from uh, google or firefox and in the same way that i'm using on my laptop my firefox does not have any kind of login and i usually go for that for any kind of searches um apart from that there is a third suggestion that i want to make and everybody should be doing that if you have not done today like just open your mobile go to your permission section and see how many apps have permission for your camera for your microphone for anything and just revisit that mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, so those are the three advices I want to give. I agree. So uh, I have a couple more. So uh, personally, I would I never visit non-HTTPS site. So what HTTPS means is uh, all the data what you are sending over the internet it's not secured if the website is not HTTPS. Uh, it's not encrypted. Over HTTPS, everything is encrypted. So even if there is a hacker or someone is listing the data packets, then the data would be encrypted and they would not be able to see whatever uh, packets are being transmitted. So that is like my first suggestion, never visit HTTPS, uh, non-HTTPS site. Apart from that, very basic, but I think across the world, people still do make mistakes on using a very weak password. As in still, the top 10 most common password are something like QWERTY, 12345, IRU, and those kind of things. Always so, use 54321. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that will also be in the most common. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, always use long secured password. You can use password managers. There are a lot of good uh, softwares out mm-hmm. there, uh, which uh, where you can auto-generate the password and they will save it for yourself. Uh, apart from that, I, for most of my searches, I have been using DuckDuckGo for a while. So they don't store mm-hmm. your user data. So that is also something which I've been doing for long now. Uh, apart from that, I have few browser extension, which tells me or they block some trackers from websites, which are tracking some data, which they shouldn't be. Example for purposes or some random things. If any website is tracking, then they block those things. Also, these kind of extension might be helpful in blocking ads as well as a bonus. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, these are some things which I have been doing apart from using VPNs and what Saga and Sapna has already mentioned. Yeah. So also I would like to add to that quickly. If uh, you really want um, the best way that I find um, a good password works for me is like, if you can think of a phrase, which is long enough and always use special characters that always works. So it's a cipher for you and very easy for you to remember. And it can be different phrases that is relevant to you in parts of life. And it can be for different user logins. Always keep your email and your social media and your important medical bank logins. All of that should be different. It should not be the same password. It it cannot be the same one magic password that lets you in everywhere. Do not Mm -hmm. do that. That's a very big mistake. And also if like we try to avoid it as much as possible, but if it gets there and if you're really worried about your privacy, there are lots of services out there today. If you're looking for it, which would actually scan other parts of the internet, which shall not be named right now. Yes. We'll probably do a dedicated video at some point about all of that going really, really deep and dark, you know? So you can, use certain uh, services which scan for your personal information being available out in any kind of website which will protect you, your family and your loved ones immensely if you're looking into 
any kind of solutions like that you can definitely try to always be better and also another point just because like uh, the example that swapnil said uh, he may be safe because he might be using something on top of it but just because you're using a non logged in id from a uh, your own personal device it does not mean always that you are not traceable so do not mistake that even in incognito mode on your own phone if you're using a third party app which is sharing information with your primary application which you're trying to avoid or your isp is doing that even if your vpn is trying to avoid it it might be impossible at times it just depends on what kind of search you are doing and who's out there looking for people who are searching for that kind of data information so it's really important what you're trying to do when you're trying to do and how you're trying to do it so there are really lot of published articles and good media sources out there if you want to look into it uh, i if you want if you really want to research something i would go to uh, google's educational websites and search there directly and go to a uh, um educational site a university site or a publication media outlet rather than any any other website just do not go and take your information from any place out there on the internet it is not valid in most cases it can be wrong even if you're going to university sites but the chances of that happening is much 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 lower it's just the amount of people who are watching that data who are checking that data and the value of it we are human beings we essentially value shit and the more we value something the more we try to protect it it's natural again all of it evolution 101 this shall continue and just like for some closing thoughts i want to give all of you guys some um thing to continue on uh, before you close it out like uh, yeah so yeah um, one way that users might use their information or give it willingly for this use is the phishing calls yeah one thing yeah. that i want to remind everybody who is listening to us out there you haven't won any money anyway <laughs> you don't win <laughs> yeah you yeah. never win a lottery and <laughs> you never yeah, exactly. get any personal information if, if it sounds unlikely to be true it probably is it did not happen and no federal communication is sent to you directly online if the police is coming to knock at your doorstep they will they will not threaten you through an email or a phone call or whatever that does not happen that way social security scams anything anybody coming to get you will actually come to get you so and prince of nigeria doesn't need any help just fyi yeah prince of nigeria is good yo no again 101 fact about people living in poor countries the rich out there are really rich so don't worry about the prince the prince is good um another thing i wanted to add um oh, this is like a pretty uh, untested thing so i came across this article where um and we have all been there right when you mm-hmm. see a advertisement on internet and you see it regularly 
very frequently and you get the shit irritated out of it. So I came across this article which was written like, if you see an advertisement that, okay, buy this product, just go to Google and say, I hate this product, I don't like this product, this product is shit, and do all kind of search, and the article says that the advertisement will go off. <laughs> Like, yeah, if you guys want to test it, it's really untested. Yeah. But if you want to test it, test it out. Let with, me with, know. A, with, a, with a small sample size, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And, and let me know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, with that, like, Sagar, you can close it out. Yeah. So, I guess, like, we have talked long and hard about why data privacy is uh, none of it is easy, but again, some motivation for, you know, us, us all, the, I, I don't know what, what the man translates to in today's world. You can take a lot of examples, but companies of major, uh, advertisement and like services that we use media, giant media corporations and giant services actually. So just to quote a few, right? And just to show you guys the importance that if you are not serious about it, they don't care. And that's how it's going to be. So go out to your politicians, go out to your uh, local lawmakers and make sure you talk to your friends about it. This is what the CEO of Google thinks, the ex-CEO, which is Eric Schmidt. He was a CEO for a long time for Google. Uh, before uh, Larry Page took over. And he was running the company with the agenda that if you don't want anybody to see what you're doing, you should probably not be doing it. This is a CEO of a major, major company. And you guys can look it up. <laughs> if you try to find out articles which are published about this in CNET, those were all pulled. And Eric Schmidt actually personally, there were leaked emails back at that time. If you want to look it, look it up as well. It's, it's a fun tidbit. Blindly said to his employees, do not talk to CNET because CNET is trying to publish an article that is trying to uh, defame us by uh, running a campaign on the truth. Again, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, we all know him, love him, hate him, whatever. Uh, quote. Privacy is not a norm in a current social media landscape. Seriously. The guy and his wife bought four houses in Palo Alto so that they have privacy. And imagine the kind of house that Zuckerberg will be able to afford. Four houses that big around one of the main houses that he lives in. Nobody knows which one. That is the privacy for him. And what is your privacy to him? Worth a lot of money for him. Hey, from my side, like you guys have already concluded and uh, that conclusion works, right? You don't have to worry that much. Follow basic principles, follow, look out for your data, your data, your responsibility. It's been great discussing with you all. Hope 
that you find this kind of content and going into details about such topics. Please be responsible in the comment section, share with as many friends as possible, and we are here on the journey with you. Thank you.